And I am very happy to have on the phone right now, Jonathan Goldman, who I love talking to. You know, I am a sound fanatic. I love frequency. I love energy and I love sound. And Jonathan Goldman has been a sound pioneer. I cannot believe that your book, Sound Healing, is now 30 years old. Jonathan, welcome. How are you? Uh, Cindy, what a pleasure it is to be talking to you, and yes, indeed, Healing Sounds, not Sound Healing, but Healing Sounds, is uh, just had its special 30th anniversary edition release, and what a blessing. It's never been out of print, but uh, this time it's bigger, better, and uh, I trust it's going to help uh, raise the vibrations of everybody on the planet. Well, it has, and it's been an amazing journey where you have gotten more and more involved with this. Of course, you have done some wonderful CDs, and one's a Grammy-nominated one, and you've worked with some amazing groups of people, as you have done, and and kind of the leader in this energy um, in many aspects, including the aspects of not only using tuning forks, but humming and exploring what can be done and how you tune in to these sounds and what what was the first key that kind of opened the door for you some 30 years ago uh bottom line was i was playing in a rock and roll band in cape cod massachusetts coming in from a break i strapped on my stratocaster started playing looked out in the audience and realized that the music that i was creating was helping induce an ambiance of negativity and violence. And Cindy, obviously the alcohol and the other intoxicants that people were involving in was doing that as well. But the music that I was creating at that specific time was helping do that. And I had the thought, gee, I wonder if music can be used to make people feel better. Within a week, that shifted to, I wonder if sound can be used to heal. Doors opened up, my life changed, and... Wow, that's it's probably been 40 years later. About 10 years after that, I uh, wrote uh, Healing Sounds, which uh, initially became very, very successful and has continued to stay on there and then founded the Sound Healers Association and have a, about a half a dozen other new books, uh, about 30 different uh, recordings. And uh, I'm so blessed that on one level, sound really has begun to blossom in the consciousness of not only the holistic health community, but just people all over in terms of uh, being able to uh, utilize sound for meditation, for yoga, for healing, for stress reduction. I mean, everything, everybody's so stressed out these days, and yeah. they're beginning to realize you can use sound to help that situation. Absolutely true. Now, you live in Colorado, is that right? That's correct. And, and and Colorado is a very, very high energy place, of course. And, um, you know, I know that also you got married here in Hawaii. You're familiar with Hawaii. You've traveled around the world. You've been to Bali and Panama. Have you noticed, because I've always been loving traveling and loving sound and loving meditating and all that. I notice a couple of things. I notice wherever I go in the world, there's a certain different light wherever I go. And you know, I know you know, and I know that light has frequencies and sound also has frequencies and energies, correct? I cannot argue with any of those things, for sure. So do you go, when you go to places, do you feel a difference in the energy of the sound frequencies? I know you've been to Arizona, of course, I love Sedona, you love Sedona. Uh, did you, do you notice when you're going to these different areas um, that are power spots, you've been to many, that you feel there's a difference in these sounds that come forth? 
You know, ostensibly, yes, and then if you get a little more refined, it depends upon where at these different places you are. Because, for example, you could be in New York City, which has got one of these mm, more unique vibrations on the planet, and yet if you go into the Church of St. John, mm. which is in New York, that's totally different yeah. as a you know resonating chamber of the divine. So... Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I think, you know, it's interesting. We have here Haleakala, and that's oh, yeah. been called the quietest place on Earth because you can go into the crater and you don't get the outside sound. But I can't help but thinking, since we've got Mauna Loa going off, I've been sensing this different charge of energy in the air, and I couldn't help but wondering about the sound of a volcano coming up and exploding and coming out and the fire and the sound of fire and how that changes and what that energy vibration and sound would be like, you know, the sound of fire, you know, <laughs> rolling down. Well, it's interesting as you're talking about that, because in one of my first uh, recording chakra chants, for the sound of the root chakra, I actually use the sound of lava and, uh, you know, moving through the earth as the sound of the, of the, as a sound of the base chakra. So it's so ah, interesting. Root chakra is fire. That is, mm -hmm. so that, that, and of course, when we think I've been getting the word core, because, you know, when you go into the Pali energy and the fire, it's down below the core, you know, it's actually, it is the root chakra, I guess, of the volcano we're seeing coming up, right? <laughs> we're talking about chakras, too. I remember reading a long time ago, whether or not this is true, but that, you know, the volcanoes were literally, uh, if you like, the chakras, or at least an acupuncture, release of the planets. Mm. Uh, and, you know, earthquakes and things that go, go along with that, too. It's sort of Mother Earth uh, not only shaking herself, but having release through one of the energy centers. And obviously, Haleakala and all these other places, pretty intense. I, I absolutely agree. And, you know, it's interesting how the earth and the tonal energy of the earth actually does vibrate. I know you've studied this, and I've been fascinated. I just did a new album, actually, called, um, it's actually the uh, Love Conquers All, When Earth Merges, When Heaven Merges with Earth. But, you oh, know, beautiful. I, well, because in that, though, but I thought about the sound of the stars and the symphony of the stars and the music of the spheres and how that inspires us in ways we may not even know. And you know, and I know, NASA has been exploring the sounds and, and has sounds that they have recorded of what they think the sounds of other planets are, right? Right. Well, listen, one of the really interesting things in Healing Sounds, it's subtitled The Power of Harmonics. And for people who don't know, harmonics are, you know, when we hear a sound, we're not hearing single frequencies, we're actually hearing composite frequencies that are basically all these different tones that are mathematically related. And this that's they're mathematically related and they're they're called harmonics and they are responsible for each and every sound that we hear they're slightly different in each of us so that for example one of the reasons why we have unique voice prints is because we have a different if you like set of uh harmonics in each of us that creates uh the resonance of our voice and makes us unique but i wanted to just jump into the fact that people like pythagoras talked about the music of the spheres and what they were really dealing with. He was the person, person probably uh, responsible for bringing awareness of harmonics into our modern culture. Pythagoras was the father of geometry, 
600 BC. And so this idea of the music of the spheres, because if you like, whether it's the periodic table of elements or the orbital distances of the planets, uh, they all adhere to harmonic principles. I love that idea, and it makes total sense because I know you've studied the chanting of the monks and um, the ones in Tibet that do the guttural sounds, and that will li- they literally went around the country and, and would go- do concerts where they just sit on stage and do those amazing sounds, which are based in harmonics, aren't they? Don't want to blow out the sound system. Yes, <laughs> they are. And, and subharmonics, but those are uh, really... Um, just as a little aside, is the fact that you're that these Tibetan monks who do these very very powerful uh, frequencies, they don't actually have a term for overtones or harmonics huh. in their language. Uh, the what results is if if you like an aspect of them, uh, the sacred aspect of sound. You know, it's funny because I'm recording this, and as you did that sound, that that sound that you get of, and they can actually do the root chakra and the head chakra at the same time by having the harmonics. As you You did it, it. the sound that you actually made was like a solid sound different when we see recordings. It's up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. It was a solid sound, not with up and downs, but one solid sound that was like a block of energy that (laughs) didn't go up and down. I've never (laughs) noticed that before. And it was interesting to see how that sound is just a block of sound. And when you think of that, that's very powerful if you're listening to those chants that are that sound. And if you, I know you've been, I think, did you ever go to Tibet? I never did, but I had the pleasure of having some of the most high-level Tibetan chant masters visit me and actually befriend me. So what a blessing. Yeah. In fact, you know, a friend who's coming, who lives there in Colorado, you might know him. He's a flautist, Nuang. Um, oh, sure. I know you know, you know Nuang? Yeah. I, I have performed with Nuang. He and I performed with Katara together at, Ch- at the Church of St. John the Divine in New York. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing, isn't he? And he's Lovely he's going to be huh? doing a concert here again. He did it before. He's going to be doing it again in March. But um, again, he's friends with His Holiness, the Dalai Lama and everything. Yeah. And, so we think of what's going on, and you have been doing for a long time on Valentine's Day, a universal sound day, um, and it's been growing and growing. I think this last year you had one of the largest groups of people doing sound um, in that wonderful day of love um, than ever before. Is that right? Well, you know, thank you for bringing that up because I think it's so important. It's called World Sound Healing Day. It takes place on Valentine's Day, February 14th, this year, it's actually the 21st annual one, wow. and each year it seems to grow and grow. Um, last year, we had over 200 separate events throughout the planet. We're looking for more of those, but then again, on a level, it's not necessarily the quantity, but the quality, and the quality is really pretty high. So ultimately, if anybody's listening, go to uh, World Sound, every, everybody who's listening, please, not if anybody, but if... Uh, WorldSoundHealingDay.org is the name of the uh, website, and it's not totally, uh, shall we say, finished for uh, 2023, but it's getting up there, and uh, we're expecting a really huge, if you like, uh, positive uh, manifestation of sonic energy, all sorts of different types of sonic energy, from indeed Tibetan monks to flute players to people chanting to people playing uh, crystal balls to jazz people to even poets we, we've had a wall you know because of you 
if you like the words you speak, if they're encoded with love, those are healing frequencies. Well, and of course, your your website's healingsounds.com, which is a great site. But let's yes, talk about healing, and let's talk about healing and sound. We More than ever, I know so many people now who have been actually being able to record the difference of sounds being used for healing. And you have experienced this, and you've been asked many times to actually share and, and work with people in healing sounds. What and how do you use sound for healing? All right, bottom line, there are two basic ways that sound affects us. One is called psychoacoustics, where the sound goes into our ear, into our brain, affects our nervous system, our heart rate, and our respiration. And this is just as we're talking now, if we're listening to music or anything like that, that's one way. The second way is called vibroacoustics, and that's where the sound goes into the body and affects us on a cellular level going down to our molecules. So I, I like to differentiate that just as an overall gestalt so people go, aha, two different ways that sound affects us, number one. And then you go, okay, so you can therefore project sound in, you know, as music or whatnot. I can use it going into our ears, into our brain, and affecting all sorts of things, including our chakras, or you can do it making sounds like one of the most powerful vibroacoustic sounds that we can all make is with this simple hum. Uh, my wife Andy and I wrote a wonderful book called The Humming Effect, and um, the hum has so many different physiological benefits, including the release of melatonin, the release of nitric oxide, you get a lowered heart rate, respiration, brain waves, all sorts of positive things happen when you hum. And it's a sound, Cindy, that everybody can make. And you have a book on this, and you actually you have a CD, which is very helpful as well. And, and, and the thing is, you need to do it to feel it. And once you feel it, you get it, right? When, you nailed it totally. Once you experience it, then it's real for you. You can read up and down about anything, but once you experience it, which is one of getting back to Healing Sounds, my book, which has just been re-released, what we added, which makes all the difference in the world to, the, to this book, which is so very, very important, has been one of the like forerunners of the whole sound healing field, but what we added was a hundred minutes of new audio, uh, including uh, guided meditations, specific sounds, sonic exercises, etc. Because I can talk about harmonics, but for example, once you hear a friend of mine named Christian Bowman singing Amazing Grace, he's on just one tone, and yet through his harmonics, he you can hear him, he does it live, he's doing Amazing Grace, you go, oh my God, that's incredible. I can describe it, but once you hear it, it changes you. So it'd be best to get the audio book of that, right? The Audible? Well, actually, the Audible has it, but also the uh, fabulous uh, regular Kindle or whatnot has a, um, if you like, uh, 100 minutes of downloadable. Uh, ah. So I want people to get this regardless of how they get it, so they can get it through the book or they can get it through the Audible, which is not yet released, incidentally, so you've got to be psychic to have known that. Well, you're in sound. You'd have to do that, and you've got a great voice, and, of course, that's the way to go, but I didn't know you could do downloads through Kindle. I had no idea. Yeah, and... Uh, and I did, actually, I did. Thank you for that. I I ended up not uh, doing the voice. I had the uh, a friend of mine who's an engineer do uh, the thing because uh, one of my, if you like, lesser gifts or lesser abilities is being able to read well. 
audibly. You know? That shocks me. That that really does. That's amazing. But but you certainly your your CDs are, are they? I know they're um, available through your website, right? Because you have some amazing CDs that are really valuable to listen to. Oh, and also I'm going to suggest that people can find them. Just uh, you know. Tell your Amazon or whatever. They're on Amazon. They're on Spotify. They're on, uh, you know, Apple, you know, iTunes and all that stuff. They're, they're over the, all over the place, and I am so grateful for that because it's really given people uh, just say, play Jonathan Goldman. Hopefully, uh, you'll like what you hear. So when you travel to places, I only have two minutes left, but when you travel gotcha. to places, do you find that it's valuable to root yourself in sound, attuned to the place and the energy fields and the frequency of where you go? Yeah, but yes, very, very much so. And oftentimes I will do that simply through, I have a couple of different sonic practices that I do and I take with me. And one of them is what I call the divine name, which is simply a sequence of harmonically related vowel sounds and also humming. Believe it or not, depending upon the intention that you put upon the hum, the hum can manifest almost any, anything because perhaps the original sound of creation was the hum, the vibration mm. of prana. Mm. When, and that goes so deep. And, of course, we use the word mana here in a way, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. there's no mistake that prana and mana are, are so close and just M and P, right? They're so close together. And and yeah. there is that energy field that you do sense, and it can be um, expressed in an, and, and chanting here in Hawaii. Uh, the, the chant is just that, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, I've had some wondrous experiences. We're not, not going to take the time now, but uh, there with uh, your fabulous soonness and stuff like that. Just incredible, incredible things. I mean, they call in the ancestors with the sound uh, of the chant. I, I was privileged to take part in calling in the Hanu, the uh, giant uh, sea turtles there. Mm. They, they came, and it was a very cool experience. I don't know, you know, I was allowed to, like, do that with this uh, master. So anyway, life is like that. You know. Well, I, I am so glad you took the time. I know you've been really busy, and it's been so well-received, your 30th anniversary. Uh, this book is, is has reached so far, so wide. I mean, you never could have guessed <laughs> where it would have taken you but people can go to healingsounds.com and they can look Jonathan Goldman up on Amazon and uh, they can get inspired they can get healed they can get um, in tune with the universe <laughs> well Cindy I'm so very very grateful for you and your work and everything and best of luck with your radiant album I know it's going to be fabulous I'll make sure you get a copy of it and I thank, thank you. you for taking the time to call in and we'll talk again soon sometime and uh, say hi to Nuong for me <laughs> you, okay blessings okay. ditto here okay, okay thanks yes. aloha bye bye aloha <laughs>